This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Main Street Comics and Memorabilia, your new number one home for comics in Polk County. Johnny, how can they find them? They can find them in beautiful Bartow, Florida at 415C Main Street. Give them a call at 863-537-7703. And also, do what do our listeners get? Our listeners get 15% off your total purchase just for mentioning the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. So go see them and tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. Every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. And of course, you may notice there's the absence of Deuce. He is not here on today's episode. We're doing a special Splatoon episode, and I have a good friend, Marcus Cleveland, he's back on, and we just realized, Marcus, that you had not been on since, what, 18 and 19? Yeah, man. So it's been a while. It's been a little while, and um, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Very excited, very excited. Man, I got big shoes to fill trying to be deuce today. Hey, just say, just say, all right, brother. Just say, brother. All right, brother. <laughs> yeah, you know his catchphrases. Just a redneck from Polk County. You're the one that started the drinking game. Yeah, man. I just, I pick up on little stuff you guys say. All the time. Allegedly. It's amusing to me. Allegedly. And of course. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Yep, and of course. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> just redneck from Polk County. Yep, yeah, pull back the curtain. Pull, yeah, I like that one. Pull back the curtain. <laughs> you say that a lot. So, you're at home. Take a sip for allegedly because we say that oh a lot. Man. Well, this is the third time we said it already in this episode. See, that's why I say take sips, man. If take you try sips. to take a drink or a shot every time we say allegedly, nope. I don't want to be responsible for nope. anyone's medical bills when they got to go get their stomach pumped. No. <laughs> so we obviously we only condone in in the United States if you're 21 or older, drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and of course Marcus Cleveland. He got me hooked on a little game called Splatoon, and you may have heard me mention briefly about it, but let's kind of re pull back the curtain pull if you will uh, and talk about like how you got introduced to Splatoon oh man well I just kind of like picked up on it from the internet it's like there's people talking about it like the way it looked and everything like Nintendo doing a shooter oh my god that can't yeah. that's so weird they're breaking into all it's this it's a new IP so. you know too which yeah. is risky it is but yeah it, 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 uh, it looked really good and I don't know man I kind of like uh I always wait on games now. Like I've been, I've been burnt too many times yep. on games, like getting super hyped and yeah. then being jacked up when they get released. So I always wait, wait and for I was, to come out. Now you and I talked a little bit before, and I was because you asked me what my thoughts were on Splatoon. I haven't gotten it yet. What did you hear about? You know, and I said, well, I don't know. I'm kind of not. I was really iffy on the game. I, was, I actually was kind of down on the game because like it didn't. I don't know. It just didn't resonate with me painting some other people's. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't understand it, I guess. Like, I, I seen the footage, and I did the test fire, um, and it was fun, but I was just kind of like, eh, how yeah. are they going to make a full game out of this? Yeah, I'd seen a couple, like, interviews, like uh, the completionist from you know, a YouTube personality and him and uh, another guy. They had done, like, some interviews with the developers and stuff. And yeah. I was like, that kind of really started to pique my interest. And then when the game came out, he did a full review on it. 
like went through all the single player and everything and that's what really kind of sold me on it like when because he was very straight very like this is what's good this is what's not good about it and that's what kind of was like okay i think i need to pick this up and, and then after yeah. it had been out at that point everyone was really getting into it i was hearing good things about it yeah and i was like okay yeah i was getting like eights and nines across the board mm-hmm. which i was like oh and then I, and then you're and then Marcus. It was almost like a uh, impulse buy, wasn't it? Really, you were I, like. I was like, this is around the same time that uh, Witcher Three had come out, and I was on the fence. I was like, I'm gonna get one of these two games. I either want to get Witcher Three or I want to pick up Splatoon. I'm not sure which yet. Yeah. And then I don't know. I just I, don't know, I guess I had a. I was like, I've never really been super big on Western RPGs to start with. Sure, sure. But I'd heard so many good things about Witcher Three. But then I was like, I don't know, man. I've. I, it's. I hate to like. I always feel like we're Nintendo fanboys here, but it's like it's a Nintendo product. It's got to be good, right? Yeah. I mean, when does Nintendo <laughs> failed you, really? When right? it comes to video games, right? They they always make classic, you know, classic games you remember. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. After I went out and got it, man, I watched some, like some people play it. I went on YouTube, found like some actual plays and stuff. Like, right. let me get the real deal here. Like, let me see what the game is, not like what someone's trying to sell me, like a. Yeah. You know, like, oh, here's a trailer and stuff. And, see it in like, motion. Show me. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see all just the good bits. I want to see the good and the bad. And yeah. then that's when I was like, okay, this looks like something I can get behind. Yeah, well, let's let's rewind a little bit, too, because there's a single player in this component of this game. That, that There is. You know, because obviously they were, Nintendo was really pushing the multiplayer, like this is a multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But they, they kind of hinted at a single player campaign now let's i always tell people like the best way to describe this game it's like jet set radio meets team fortress 2 meets i don't know some sort of like kind of kind of reminds me of um mario sunshine a little bit like especially some of the single player yeah so it's got it's got it's got like that 3d platforming as well as like it's like it's ostensibly a third person shooter right but it's like it has like quirky elements into it. It does. But just talk about the single player for a minute, because I haven't. Obviously, you saw today. He came over to, to give you a little uh, pre-show notes here. He uh, he actually <laughs> came over and, and realized I hadn't beaten the single player yet. But uh, what's the single player like? It's really good. It's um, the story is really nothing to write home about. Like the story is just kind of there. Like oh, the the the, ink, the squidlings, the inklings versus the octolings and all that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess the basic premise of the story is to give it a quick over, like a, a quick TLDR. Yeah. The, uh, there's like this giant electric fish that powers the Squidling capital city, and like the Octolings kidnap it, and they're using it to power like their giant war machine death weapon. So you're just going and getting them back and defeating the machines. That's literally the entire plot of the game. It's that just... sounds like a Terminator film. Plot <laughs> <laughs> for a Terminator film. <laughs> so, but the the levels themselves are just fun. Like they. Uh, one of the big things I love about the game is the mobility of it yeah. because um, you turn into the squid form. Like, as you, you know, instead of bullets, you're spraying ink. And you can turn into a squid and let you swim into the ink that you've sprayed. And it lets you move vertically and do all these kinds of things. So they've, like, really done, like, some cool stuff in mobility. Like, just because you can swim up walls and stuff like that. Right. So it just adds this other element to it. And then the single player, they really get kind of like, what fun stuff can we do with this ink? Like, they'll make, like, little geysers that shoot up into the sky to let you swim into that to go to a different platform. They'll have giant sponges that soak up your ink and start small. That and was big. cool. I, you showed me that today, and I was yeah, like, that was really cool. cool. And then you had, like, a zip line or something like yep, that? Yep, exactly. Like, it's, like it, it makes this tether of ink from spot to spot, and you can jump into the ink tether and swim through it to another platform. So they just come up with, the, like, they experiment with these cool ideas of mobility. And the only thing I wish about it is when... I played completely through single-player before Yeah, I was going to ask, multiplayer, yeah. Like, 
I really wanted to jump in the multiplayer, but I, I was like, I'm gonna, I know if I do that, I'm never gonna do single player. I'm just gonna right. only play multiplayer. So I yeah. was like, I forced myself to go through and complete the single player campaign first. Mm -hmm. And uh, I felt like it was prepping me for multiplayer. Like it was showing me these different things. Like, okay, these are zip lines. This is how this works. This is how the ink blocks right. work, all this. But then you go into multiplayer and those aren't really in the maps. That was like the only thing I was really disappointed Now, did you unlock anything by uh, by playing single player? They have uh, some weapons you can like unlock. custom weapons or something like that? There's just weapons with different stats and stuff on them. Like oh, different, is it? different sub weapons and stuff like that. It's oh, just different okay. options. Like you can kind of, you can get away without them. Unless you're like, oh, I really want this gun to have, you know, this platform on it or something. Yeah. Well, tell, tell the story about how you really got me to play Splatoon. Well, oh, man. Well, I think I brought it over and showed you it to it you. You brought it over, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, this game is amazing. And I think you were kind of skeptical, like, eh, I've heard good things, but I don't know. And I was like, I'm telling you, it's good. And, yeah, I brought it over. And I remember... Uh, I d like at first you're like just let me let me see you play it a little bit I'm like uh uh you take the <laughs> yeah, controller yeah hands on baby <laughs> like, you're going <laughs> to the full ride yep so yeah and uh, you fell in love with it like immediately like it was like, dude the, I was hooked because like the the test fire was okay but the test fire didn't have the charm that what you showed me had because obviously the test fire is like pre beta or whatever. But it was like when that when you sat me down and I was like, oh, here's the intro, the music and like oh, the music so good. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But like I remember just sitting down and just I had a smile, I had a grin from ear to ear, and I couldn't stop. And it was I was laughing and going through it, and I loved the the music and the design of the levels and the paint and the thrill of painting over someone else's paint is super so thrilling. Cool. And when it comes to like the multiplayer, because there's a lot of dynamics to this, because the game itself started off very small. It was like only like four or five uh, levels were only locked at first, and there was only a few, you know, maybe like 20 weapons, yes. I think. And now, obviously, this game is going to have a rollout throughout the rest of the summer. They're going to have all these updates, and they've been doing updates since then. Um, but when it comes to the multiplayer, when it first shipped, it just had a Turf Wars and a ranked mode. Or did, was ranked mode open first? I can't remember if ranked mode was open. I think it was just Turf Wars yeah, at first, right? I think so, yeah. Now, what is, in your ex explanation, what is Turf Wars? Okay, so Turf Wars is actually rather interesting. This is one of the things I like about Splatoon is, like, it's got the uh, it's got the framework of, like, your standard shooter. It's got all the, the things you would expect, but it's also the way they do new things with the mechanics of the game that makes it interesting. Like, so the objective of Turf War is uh, two teams four players each and you're basically competing to cover the stage with your color of ink. it's not about kills and deaths it's not about who it's not a team death match at all it's all about who has at the end of the round who has covered the most surface area with their color and that's the team that wins well i and one thing i really like about that is i've never and you and i kind of come from the same mold when it comes to multiplayer games like you and i don't play a lot of multiplayer games and well, I mean, I guess you do with WoW, I guess technically. Yeah. That, but when it comes to like shooters, like I don't really play shooters much. Do you have you played a lot of history on, on PC? But on it's PC. always like something like Planetside or something like that. I, I yeah. don't play too much of like. Like you're not Call a Call of, of Duty bra. Or, nah, yeah. No. No. I like the large scale, usually. Yeah, and the funny thing about that is like I, I'm usually a single player guy. Like I usually play games single player and I'm happy. It's not that I don't want to play with friends. It's just I've never like I. The, the only reason I have Black Ops One and Two is because friends were like, Johnny, you really got to play Call of Duty, please. Everyone else is playing. We need another yeah. person in our team. Yep. And I had a brother-in-law. He's like, Yeah, do it, do it too. And I'm like, Ugh. And then there was like a zombie horde mode in Black Ops Two, and I was like, All right. Yeah, everyone was all about that. Yep. It was fun. Yeah. But like, I I just don't gravitate towards shooters really. 
And right. when, the, I feel like the fun of that wasn't the game. It was that you were playing with your friends. Right. Like and, th- and that's <laughs> the whole other dynamic, too, is I play Splatoon online. And that's one thing I think is missing, which we'll get into a little bit later, is there's an option. You can play, obviously, ranked, which we'll talk about that in a minute. You can play Turf Wars, and then you can play with friends. Something that you and I were talking about, you don't know when you're playing with your friends. And I and it kind of was like, what? What's the point then? Because I had set an option. What happens is if you go to play with friends, it shows you all of your friends that are playing online, and you have a checkbox next to them. So you can either pick, you can join them or not in their in their server, I guess. And the thing I wasn't sure about was, do they know if you join them or not? Mm-hmm. I asked my friends later. They said, oh, I thought I saw your name pop up, but they didn't notify you. Also, you don't doesn't just because you join doesn't mean you're going to play with your friend. A lot of times I was playing against them, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, uh, that's, that's kind of, that, I don't know. And obviously they're rolling out a new update, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I just felt like that that playing with your friends, which I love in, when you do really get your friends together, mm-hmm. is a lot of fun when it comes to multiplayer. But with Splatoon, it really didn't matter. Yeah. It was just kind of like you're ramped with matched up with random people. Right. Uh, but once you actually got to sit down and play the game multiplayer and kind of figure out because that was one thing you told me from the beginning was you got to learn the maps. Yep. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing because I'm getting (laughs) just owned because I had no idea where anything was, how to jump to different areas. And then you told me about the uh, the gamepad touching the screen to jump yeah. to different locations. Different, yeah, you can jump to the different players. With and some of the you, le- weapons that you put down, that little beacon yeah. that any teammate can jump to. Yeah, That's which cool. is really, really cool. So there's a lot of cool dynamics to the multiplayer. It's and so I, high mobility. I love it. Yeah, and I, like you said, the mobility, you hit the nail on the head because that's another phrase. Drink, take a sip. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was like seeing, like, the elements of, like, being – on a good team, because that was one of the the, the negative uh, traits to this was there's no voice chat. I think that's a positive on the I actually, yeah, but what, a lot of the negatives from people online was there's no voice chat, there's no voice chat. And I know a lot of, well, there's a Splatoon group that we're on on Facebook, mm-hmm. and a lot of them just Skype. They go, all right, who's going to be doing this tonight? And they're all going to get together and Skype. Yep. Like you and I did like a Google Hangout for uh, Heroes of the Storm before, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, but... There's definitely some benefits to not having voice chat, so give me your thoughts on that. I think it's much better because I've played the Calls of Duties and such on, on the Xbox Live, and everybody knows the little kid screaming. <laughs> cursing you out. Yeah, cursing you out. <laughs> Their mom telling them to get off and everything. Yeah. So it's like, sure, you can complain that, oh, there's no voice chat, but really when you're playing with random people, how much coordination are you really getting in the voice chat? You That's can true. be like, hey, we need to do this objective. And they're going to be like, yeah, well, your mother has <laughs> masticated so many fallacies. She's so, got dysentery. Oh, my God. So I love that. I love that I don't have to listen to that. It's just great. And then, like you said, if you want to coordinate with your friends, you can just, like, pop on Skype or yeah. get Google Hangouts or something and coordinate that way. The only I, I agree, and I also think they should do what they do with um, uh, Mario Kart, where if you're – and Mario Kart still has issues where you can't talk to your players during a match because I guess that can be annoying. But the fact that you can talk in a lobby with your friends, I think that's kind of cool. But mm-hmm. I, I think with Splatoon, I wouldn't be against if you're in a team match, which we'll get into later, uh, where you can actually join with friends. If it's with your friends, I think that would be uh, an option where they yes. should probably add it. Yes, I agree then. Because Nintendo has been very obviously very family. They don't want to have anyone doing mm-hmm. weird things online. Yeah. Because you know, there's a lot. Of, you know, f- Nintendo's a very family company family-oriented company, and they don't yeah. want to offend anybody. And they don't right. Want you you open that, you go down that pathway, you're going to get the people talking about your mother yeah. masticating phalluses. Yeah, and, and that, I think that, you know, Nintendo has a brand that's very recognizable and very reputable, and they don't want to have anything mm-hmm. to tarnish that. Exactly. So 
I think if Nintendo ever did do an update for Splatoon for voice chat, I think it should be friends only. I would Agreed. be fine with that. Yeah. But also, you, you kind of bring up a good point, too, about the voice chat not being there during regular matches. Because if you get really into Splatoon, you kind of get in a zone, in a groove, where you're like, um, you're, you're hopping. Because one of the things I loved is, like you said earlier, is mobility. You can jump out of the paint, jump off the wall, flip. Jump over and then shoot someone from behind, and mm-hmm. like it's really cool. Like the air, the, the aerodynamics, the acrobatic moves you can do, and then of course the squid, the super squid jump at the end. Um, you know, you get to find your other players. You can kind of get that team atmosphere, and I kind of like having that bonding moment with people you don't know, and you're really doing good. Yeah, you're like, oh, we're pwning, man. We're just taking over this team. And obviously it doesn't happen all the time, but it's such a cool moment when it you're is. like like eighty something oh, plus percent. I you're love like, that. yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> like we own. And then you see everyone on your team has over a thousand uh, score, yeah. and on the other team they have like, like four, three hundred. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> like, yes, you really dominated. <laughs> but then we've been on the flip side too, where you're stuck with people. Oh, God. Like someone just randomly goes AFK at the start of the match, and you're yep. it's like three v four, and yep. you just. You didn't realize that they went AFK at the start of the Until match. And like, zero. man, we're getting like completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you get to this score at the yeah. end, and it's like zero, zero, zero kills, zero deaths. And you're like, oh, well, that's why he just sat at spawn the entire game. So I hope they do up that, do an update where they. I would almost feel okay with like an AI as as opposed to nobody being put in right. there, because you only have three minute match uh, matches, which I really like that's by really the way, because that was one thing that thing. you said to me was like, hey, I almost prefer jumping into Splatoon and playing three minutes and going in and loading up a game on the computer or going into another mm-hmm. game on the PlayStation or Wii. Yep. Like, yeah, Splatoon's like in and out. Like, you can just pop in, three-minute match, you're done. You don't have to worry about going in and, like, you know, like a Heroes or League of Legends where you're looking oh, at 20 you got a time or 40 investment. minutes. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to make sure I got this block of time. Like, oh, I'm just going to pop into Splatoon, play a couple matches, and that's it. That's what I do. I don't know how many times I'll, I'll be like, all right, I got, like, 20 minutes before I got to leave for work. Go in and get a few matches in. Yeah, absolutely. Progress, get your coins and all Mm -hmm. that. Like I love that. Um, But you mentioned earlier about about the different maps, and I kind of want to go over some of the maps because you've got to learn them. You do. It's it's really big in Splatoon. And I mean, it's always important in shooters to know the maps, but I really feel like it's even more so in Splatoon. They started off just with the launch maps: uh, Urchin Underpass, uh, the Salt Spray Rig. Black mm-hmm. Belly Skate Park, Walleye Warehouse, uh, and then the Arowana Mall. Yeah. And learning these because that one of, it was kind of hard to learn the maps because what was happening, Marcus? They had they every two hour every four hours they would switch. Yeah, the map. they just flip it around. You'd only have like they would pick two out of the out of the pool, and those would be the active two maps for that block of time. And then that time would run up, and they'd be like, "All right, shuffle it up again." And the problem with that, like I like the randomness, but the problem with that was sometimes I got stuck on the same maps because I wouldn't play. Mm-hmm. You know, at the right time block where they would switch. So, yeah. like, I'd be playing the same two maps or the same one map <laughs> yeah. over and over again, and and then I'd get stuck on a map like mm-hmm. the the mall, and I still haven't played much of the mall. Yeah, and I'd just be like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'd get owned. And then because I think if you learn the maps, you can kind of learn all the nooks and crannies. Because exactly. one of the things that I really love that they don't really tell you in the game that I'm aware of is there's certain secret areas that have platforms that you can paint over on top yeah. and you can find how to get there and they're not obvious how to get to them sometimes. Yeah. And like you'll go up and then that counts and some people I've learned where those are now and a lot of teams don't even touch those areas. No, they just like they some people get caught up like they're playing team deathmatch. They want to get straight into the combat and it's like yeah. that's if you're playing turf war that's not the point. The nope. point is to cover the map and paint, not get the most kills. Another thing that I do that I was reading online cuz I did the same thing you did when I got the game was I, I read some like videos and some tips and tricks and one mm-hmm. thing that 
no one hardly ever does is you don't they don't paint their own area like the little yeah, circle the, st- the spawn area yeah, yeah i always paint that area first i mean yep. I, i'm the only one that doesn't and i've never played a game where my other opponent was do or my other teammate was doing it too i'm always doing it first and yeah. no and and then i kind of like the idea of the unspoken like all right you got this corner i got this area i got this area because a smart team will be noticing what you're doing and they won't paint where you're at because they want to yeah. cover as much paint as they can and not right. paint over your paint so I kind of like that when you, when you get some players that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that's very crucial, in my opinion, with this game is knowing what weapons to have at each map. Exactly. Because, <coughs> what is it, The a, a later DLC, actually one of my favorite maps actually is Moray Towers, which was released on July 10th. Oh yeah, that's a really good one. I love Moray Towers because it <laughs> there's a lot of potential there because there's a lot of like valley and like a lot yeah, of slamps and, yeah, and ramps. And if you guys aren't familiar with what we're talking about, that's the one where the two spawn areas are really high up, and you walk down the narrow pathways to the center platform that's lower. And then once you kind of cross onto the enemy side of the map, it's literally an uphill battle. Oh, yeah. That's and I, that map. And I love how you can literally just jump, jump, and fall down to yeah, the next level. Plumb and plumb it down, yeah. Plumb it down. And the map. now we'll get into some of the weapons now because – when you first start off the game, I think you start off with Splattershot Junior. I think yep. is the first one you make, which yeah. is moderate across the board. It's just like a straight up SMG to put it in FPS terms. Yeah, so it's like moderate across the board, and yeah, it's okay. It's an okay be- it's beginner not a bad one. Weapon. It's not bad. Uh, I don't ever use it anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the things that you do is you have. Let's talk about this. Is the leveling system. You actually can not rank up, but level up. Level up, yeah. And as you do so, you unlock access to different weapons. I think. Um, you, it takes you up to like level nine or ten before you have one of every weapon type. True, yeah, because there's different, uh, like you said, weapon different weapon types. Yeah, I don't think you get the ink brush until like level eight, but then you know you get the, I think the first flat roller like level four. Right. Yeah, and they all do different things, and I, I it's it, it's very important when you're getting into Splatoon because everyone realizes later on that no two people play the same way. And this mm-hmm. is one thing that blew me away with Splatoon was. With Call of Duty, you gotta you kind of have like all right, here's your different weapons, and they all act kind of the same, unless you're doing a shotgun, which is very close quarters. Mm-hmm. But with Splatoon, like you could be really good with one weapon, and then someone else, your friend, could be totally different how they use that weapon. Because even though, because you explained it to me, it, it, this is not class based; it's more weapon based, right. which is very uh, Team Fortress kind of like. Exactly. And I like that dynamic because you're not stuck; like you're not stuck to a certain class, or you have to be like, "All right, well, I'm not good with this class; I'm screwed." But I love the fact that you can switch out weapons, um, and between you know, after each match, you can go back right. and, spl- and switch switch out your map uh, weapons. And I, I think the two biggest dynamics, and we'll get into it later, but the two biggest dynamics is the roller. Weapon and then I guess the regular, s- what do you want to call it? Like just like the regular like shooting guns, like yeah, the SMG the, style. Yeah, ones. the SMG styles. And then you got like the sniper rifle. And then yeah, that's right. You have the chargers, the snipers they call them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's shooter. Okay, shooters, chargers, and rollers is, is the go. main three classes. And then I think the ink brush. I would yeah, consider that brush. different than a roller. Yeah, it doesn't here though, but yeah, no ink brush. They ha- they consider roller, which I don't think I don't, is. No, it doesn't play at all like a roller. No, I don't think so. And I haven't unlocked everything. I'm only like level 17 or something like I that. I think you've gotten higher than me then now. Or have I? Yeah, I think I'm only like 15. But I haven't unlocked everything yet, and it's funny to see because the reason I bring up the weapons is with Moray Towers, I always use a roller. Yeah, because roller works. Super good it covers so much ground. And that's the whole idea is, like, I'll go through and I'll just truck through. And the and the towers, the, the walkways and the pathways, the general fighting areas are usually very narrow corridors. Yep. So, the like, they they can't really 
dodge left and right of your splat no. roller, you can just like roll them over or hit them with a shotgun blast. And well, that was exactly what I was going to say. Was it's almost like a shotgun because mm-hmm. it's close quarters. You can you can if you can. There's this cool trick you can do online where you jump and then sh- and then throw your yes. paint so you can get higher arc with your shot. But it's very it is very close quarters, very uh, shotgun like. Yeah. But if uh, if the people at home are familiar with Team Fortress Two, playing with the splat roller is almost like playing with the pyro. It's like almost like having the flamethrower because it's it's very close range. You can there's basically two fire modes on it. One where you hold the it's to if you haven't played the game or seen it, it's like a paint roller. It's literally a giant paint yeah. roller, and so one of the ways of attacking with it is by pressing and holding it where they will hold the paint roller to the ground in front of them as they run. And if you run over someone with it, it's basically one shot kill. Oh, it's awesome. And the the secondary way is they will lift the paint roller up and fling the paint forward. And that's like a shotgun blast. It's very short range, but if you hit someone with it and that range, they're probably going to die. Yeah. And, and it's very thrilling. And I also love when someone's hiding in the ink and you just roll over. Oh yeah. Them. And you didn't realize they were there. Boop. Like they're trying to be, they're trying to be sneaky and you just roll right over top. And you're like, Oh, I guess someone was trying to hide there. <laughs> yeah. It's just thrilling. And that's the thing that Splatoon, like when you sure you don't have to, uh, you know, do pe- player versus player or whatever and take people out. But there's a good mix of both. And I also love the fact that, especially with Turf Wars, you don't necessarily have to be that great at player versus player because you know, everything that you do contributes to the map. So I feel like exactly. no matter how, what your level is, I think it's one of the most accessible uh, shooters Absolutely. I've ever seen in a game. And that's that I, I've been reading some articles online about it and how people are comparing this as probably the probably the game that you should get into if you have a Wii U because it is a game that is very accessible to new players. And a right. lot of shooters don't, in my personal opinion, aren't very accessible. Oh, no. Like especially like uh, Planet Side 2 is a lot like that. Like they just drop you into the mix. Like there is no like pomp and circumstance like you boot the game up and they're like you get maybe a little quick training and then they drop you up against people who have been playing the game for years and you're just gonna get murdered because these people have been playing for so long whereas splatoon is a lot better yeah about that because there's only you're only up against four like there's an mmr in it so you're not going to start off against like the highest ranked people even if you play casual they, what, is, what is MMR for people at home? It's like now? a it's it's matchmaker rating. It's a th- common thing they do in a lot of competitive games. It's yeah basically to make sure that you're playing against people of your similar skill level. It's like this hidden number, which I'm not sure how they generate it. I don't know the the Splatoon algorithm, but it's basically like as you win and lose or how well you do, you'll your rating will increase or decrease, and you'll be prioritized to match up against people with a similar rating. So if you're like really good you're gonna shoot up and you're gonna play against other players who are really good whereas if you're like new then you're gonna be playing with other people who are pretty new as well yeah and i think that they do a pretty good job um sometimes it's a little weird because yeah, i i uh i started playing and i was like level 10 and all of a sudden i was matched up with all these level 20s and i'm like <laughs> yeah, what is this all about and, yeah. and but it was funny because i wasn't really getting owned as much as i thought i would so yeah. i'm wondering if maybe my level 10 play was better than their level 20 play yeah it's, it's possible it, it's very possible maybe it took them to level 20 to like get used to the game and sure. it's not like uh, the weapons from what i've seen seem to be pretty balanced i think so, they're really balanced so it's not like you know them being level 20 gives them access Access to a super OP weapon that you're never going to be able to compete against. It still seems to be based more on skill. Very skill based. I think that's one of the differentiating, fac- mm-hmm. differentiating factors amongst others is like you're not just going to be like because one thing with Call of Duty is you have like these perks that you get and like sometimes you can just powerhouse through a map because you, you just have all these perks that the other person doesn't have and mm-hmm. if one team has more perks than the other then it's pretty one sided. Yeah. But with, with Splatoon 
You don't really have perks. You have something called sub-weapons and special uh, specials. Yep, those are assigned to e differently to each weapon. Yes, and they're all pretty different, pretty varying depending you know, on what you, what you want to do. Yeah. And I like the fact that there's some weapons that are like the 52 deco. Um, there's a 52 and a 96, but they kind of do different things, mm -hmm. and they have different sub-weapons exactly. and specials, which is really cool. And I love the fact you can test out every weapon before you try Oh, absolutely. That's such a good little feature. That's and that's like a nice little quality of life thing they have. Like, you can get in there and mess with the weapon before you don't have, yeah. like, a regret purchase. Like, oh, I thought this gun sounded awesome, but it's total garbage. And they have these little dummy squids that are there so you can see how much damage each shot does and mm -hmm. how many shots it takes to kill somebody. I oh, really yeah. like that, too. Yeah, that's such a good little quality of life feature. I love that. So what, what weapons are you using? What are your favorite weapons? Uh, right now, my absolute favorite is the Crack-On Splat Roll. Oh, dude, I, I turned on to so that when good. I unlocked it because cause at first I just loved the splat roller, the first splat roller. Yeah. And it was fine. Um, And then once you unlock the crack on splat roller, you, you get the option that the special is. Yeah, the, the special is so much better, I feel. I think the original splat roller, you start off with the killer whale, which is right. the – it's like a – it's like a giant megaphone that shoots this conal Megaphone's blast. Megaphone's good. Yeah, conal blast. That's like, a very it's good just way. like tight little cone in front of it. And it could take out some people. Yeah, but, it does some serious yeah. damage, but – I mean, it's it's telegraphed. It's slow, too. It's slow to fire. Yeah. I mean, it has its places. Like, I bet on Moray Towers to be really good because if you fire that blast down one of the narrow corridors, where are they going to go? Forward or backwards? No, exactly. You're not going to dodge that Yeah. Way. But so, I just yeah. like the Kraken, the, the Kraken special well, better. Now, one thing that the game doesn't tell you is how to control the Kraken. Yeah, I had to figure that out. I was going through it, and I'm like, I'm not killing anybody, but I get killed all the time by it. Yeah, and like, then what am I doing wrong? You have to jump. Yep, you, you got to jump. jump. And it is one of the coolest feelings. Like I remember, I had like a five or six kill streak going. I was like just hitting people left and right. Just yep. do, 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 do. And um, it was just, it's just a great weapon. It's one of my favorites. And I think I have like forty thousand. Like they actually, one of the cool things is when you go to your weapon equip screen, it tells you. They call it P. I don't. P is what your pro. I don't. What, I don't know what, what that letter you, stands for. They don't tell you. But it's how many points, maybe? Yeah, maybe points that you get for like coding things and like yeah. turf war. But I have like over forty thousand, which is like two to one to everything else I have except for my other weapon which we'll talk about in a minute but I love I love the crack on splat roller I think it's fantastic it's uh, I love it on ranked when uh, when you're playing control points because a lot of times you'll be in a stalemate if you're up against a, an evenly matched team sure and like you just like can't break their defense and get their control point yeah like the uh, for those of you who maybe not have played the game yet the way control point works is there's two zones like two tight squares on the map and you have to code it with your team's color paint to claim that zone and when you claim both of them for your team, then you start earning points. Or right. Well, it's more like a countdown. Like, each team starts with 100 points, right. and when you claim both, it starts to count down. So this is – yeah, let's talk about that real quick. There's two – there's ranked. Obviously, there's Turf Wars, which is the – I guess I would call the casual mode. Yeah, that's what they, that's the game's like. Right, the casual and then, of course, you have wars. friend mode, which is only Turf, more, turf Wars at this point. And then you have ranked mode, which there's two options. There's splat zones, and then yep. there's tr uh, uh, control, tower control. Tower control. Yeah. So you're talking about the splat zones. Yeah, talking about splat zones. And With I really like the crack and form on splat zones because if you're if like you're just in a stalemate, you can build up your special with the the paint roller and then pop into crack and form, and they you can just run them off the point like because you're invincible when you're in crack and form. I mean, at worst you kill them, or I'm sorry, at best you kill them. At worst they have to run because. If they don't, they're going to die. And that gives your team, like, if they're luckily, hopefully paying attention, when you run them off the point, they come up behind you and capture it yeah. and back you up, and then you've got it. Yeah, it's very, and you mentioned that, it's very, like, capture the flag almost in a way. We're not, remember, capture the zone, I guess, where you, you have to color your paint and then, like you said, hold it, you know. And then you can, I love the feeling because once you count down from 100 to 0, you get a knockout win. Oh, yeah, and you get a... Uh, 
that's, that's 500 immediately, and then you get bonus KO uh, on top of it. If yep. You, depending on how well you, you know, your team did with KOs. And, and it gives you, uh, I think it gives you more rank points if you get a knockout. It does, yeah. It does, yeah. Like and the cool, up faster and the cool thing I like about it is if there's risk and reward there because you, you go to turf, turf wars, I think the most points I ever got was probably like 1,500, 1,800 yeah. maybe at the most. Yeah. Uh, which is a really good game. If you get that, if you get over a thousand, you had a good game. Yeah, I think. yep, I agree. Yeah, uh, if you do over a thousand, that was a but good round with, for you. but with ranked, you have the potential to be real, like a lot of points. There's a lot of risk and reward because if you knock out a team, you can go over two thousand easily. Yep, easily. But if your team sucks, you <laughs> get zero. Zip. Yeah, if zero. you lose, you get none. So all that work, no zero. XP. Yep. So I like that risk reward factor. And I like Splat Zones, especially Moray Towers, because that's what really turned me on the Moray Towers, is I love the Splat Zones going... Because your whole idea, and one of the things you see new players do, is they want to paint everything around them. And yep. no, this is not like, what this, this game's about. This is not Turf about. War. We are not playing Turf so War, So you sir. see all the experienced players, especially when you're starting off with Moray Towers. You start off with the platform, and then you jump, jump, yep. jump, 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 jump. Straight down to that middle yep. zone, and then all hell breaks loose, because yep. both teams get there right about the same time. It is insane. <laughs> it, it feels like a war zone. Like, yeah. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, the, it's the a first tits. 30 seconds on that map is chaos. It's crazy. So <laughs> I love Moray Towers. Probably one of my favorite maps in the game. I love it. What is another weapon that you like? Um, I was messing around with the Aerospray RG for a while. Um, I like it in Turf Wars, I think, better than Ranks because it doesn't have a tight cone of, like, it doesn't have a tight uh, How do you unlock spray? that one? Because I haven't unlocked that one yet. I might have got that one from single player. Maybe you did because I'm, I, I'm, I'm the higher RG. level and I've never, maybe I need to play single player. Yeah, that might be <laughs> one of the ones that... I yeah, don't see I mean, a lot of players use it. So. Right. It's the same aerospray as the others. I think I just picked that one because I like the specials better. Yeah. Our, uh, the special and the grenade are different than the other aerospray. But yeah. I think I was messing around with that one in ranked, and I didn't really super love it because I think um, you got to have the different attitude when you're playing ranked in Turf War. Like I in agree. Turf War, you're looking to coat space, right? So the wide spray of the aerospray, like the wide, it, it shoots like a cone. It doesn't shoot like a tight oh, grouping does it? of bullets. I haven't, yeah. I haven't even seen it really used. It shoots a really wide grouping of bullets so okay. it's really nice to cover turf because yeah it's not like a tight you can it, it gives you a wide covers a lot paint. of area right yeah but in ranks you're not necessarily trying to cover space so yeah. that's not as a a critical thing so i was messing around with the ranked and i started to not really like it so i ditched that unless i'm playing uh turf war so if i'm playing ranks i'll go i'm messing with the uh the zapper 89 let's let's talk about the zapper 89 now because the Zapper, there's two of them. The Zapper 85 and the Zapper 89. The 89 is the orange one, correct? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that was a newest uh, DLC recently, which I'm pulling up my notes here. And I love that damn weapon because it looks like a Nintendo Zapper. And I think it was sometime in July they had it launched. I don't have, I don't see the dates here. But yeah, and it's really, really cool. It looks like the original Zapper that you, you, know, yep. that you came so cool. with. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about Turf uh, or Control Tower, Tower Control now. Because that was that was the one that a only you could only I was confused because I was like playing this is when I started playing ranked uh, all I got was spot zones I'm like mm -hmm. how do you get uh, control power control it's, you got to get the right map I didn't know that and I'm yeah. sitting here like what am I doing I'm hitting X which only tells you the instructions I'm like I don't know what I'm doing and then I went on our uh, Facebook group there for for Splatoon they're like no no you gotta wait for the map to change I'm like oh yeah they do the same thing in ranked they do with casual like. Yeah. Whenever you flip the game on, they give you a little debriefing at the start, like, all right, here's the two uh, casual maps, and here are the two ranked maps in the yeah. rotation. Yeah. And, and of course, it'll... Uh, I actually, uh, I was playing today during a swap over, and, like, we finished the map, and it kicked me out of the lobby. I was like, what the heck? 
And then it was like, there's breaking news back in Inkopolis. And I was like, yeah. what the hell is it? And then it was like, oh, the maps changed. That's why they had to pull me out of the lobby to swap the maps. Got it. Yeah. I like the fact they wait till you're done with your match. Yeah, that would just, like, suck. Yeah, right in the middle of it, like, all right, all right, all right that's it. Because <laughs> that would be awful. Oh man, yeah. So Zapper, sorry, we Zapper's got really cool, there. and that's actually the, my weapon of choice for tower control that's because good. it the rate of fire is insane. Like you're gonna hit somebody if you get someone within your quarters, they're they're done. Yeah, like you hit them and they're done, and that's that's the name of the game because with tower control, I was sucking wind because I was just like, I, obviously my splat roller's not doing shit. Like yeah. I can't do nothing. I'm saying, why is I, what am I doing wrong? And I'm switching through different weapons. Spire Set Junior's not doing anything. And then I unlock. I finally unlock the uh, Zapper eighty nine. I'm like, oh shit, oh, this thing yeah, is speed. Man. Like, yep. and, and it's uh, it's all about taking the person off. It's you have a couple of options, which I really like. If you get a good teammates, you have someone that's on the tower itself, or you can get another two people on the tower. I usually don't recommend having three people on the tower. And then you have people that follow the tower as it's moving. Right. So like the what's the, the objective defenders. of the game? What, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the way tower control works is the the objective is there's the map, and then in the center there's a floating tower. And when your team gets on top of the tower and coats the top with paint, it starts moving towards your opponent's base, like their, towards their spawn. And whoever had it's this is actually something I found was interesting about it. Whoever had the best run is the one who wins. It's not based on where the tower is at the finish. Like it's not based on we like when the match is over, whoever is farthest along wins. It's whoever had whoever got the farthest at any point. So if you get almost to their their spawn but don't quite make it, and they push it three quarters of the way back towards your team and the match ends, you win because you had the better run. You almost right. got it to their base. Right. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, you would you would expect it to be like, you know, when the round ends, where's the tower located? That's who wins, but it's not. It's interesting to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, so yeah, you, like you're saying, so uh, ideally someone gets on top of it and they're like riding the tower and you have your two defenders and you kind of have, I think the, uh, the, the loose person should be like running interference with the other team to try to, buy, to, try to buy time for the tower to, to keep moving. And that's why the splat roller I think there's a place for the splat roller. Depending on the map, though. On tower control, if you're playing with friends, because the the splat roller would be good for the person running interference. True. But if you're not coordinated with right. the other three players right, and they're just ignoring the tower, and you have to get on top of the tower as the splat roller, you are literally defenseless. Because what can you, you can't reach anybody. You're just standing there hoping that, like, trying to dodge fire as best yeah. as you can. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's interesting because <laughs> I, I was against, when I first played Tower Control, I got wrecked. I got wrecked. Yeah, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I was like, what is this? And then all of a sudden, I, I, I started realizing that people were using um, the aerosprays and people were using the uh, splash matics They were using the zappers. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're, they're using high rate of fire weapons and all mm -hmm. that shoot me off and everything like that. And then I finally got in a groove. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with I was on a good team. Yep. And... I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you if you don't back out, they usually group you with the same yeah, teammates. Yeah, like you stay in kind of like the same lobby, and only a yeah. few people will swap around. Which is cool. So, like, you can get some good win streaks. Yeah. And that's something you just told me about that I didn't even know about. Because you get the hot, like, the, the levels. You start off with this cool. Yeah, and then like, you, you start off. There's, like, this little meter yeah. on in the lobby that you're kind of, uh, I didn't even know what it was. I, it bothered me so much because it never really tells you what this meter no, is. No, it doesn't. Like, and I had to Google it. I was like, what is this meter? It's pissing me off. Yeah. And it's basically it's like if you get win streaks, I exactly. Guess, it'll exactly it'll it give is. you higher, and then it'll be like so hot and very hot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up getting like a nine game win streak on tower control now, and, and then because I realized how I needed to play the game, because like you said, you have to come at it depending on the the the, the map. 
depending on what weapons you're using and uh, and what mode you're playing, you have to come at it at a you have to come at it at a different way. It's mm-hmm. almost like playing a different game altogether. Exactly. And once you figure that out and kind of get comfortable, because it's nervous. Because I remember I was telling you, all right, I'm because you have to get the rank ten, I think, to unlock. Yeah, ranked. you got to get to level ten level before 10. you can go into ranked play. And I was like, oh god, I unlocked it. I'm nervous. And you're like, no. Just go do it. You know, you got it. You yeah. have to go through it. You know, you got to You got to take get, the plunge, man. Just yep. jump in. So I finally get into it, and I'm finally enjoying it. Now I feel comfortable. I understand what I need to do for tower control and spot zones. Although I still think I prefer spot zones just because I, I have a more of a chance of my team doing well. Because right. that's one of the things with tower control. I don't know how many times I had super one-sided games. Like, there's a time where I... And that's another thing is if you can get a knockout there as well. If you get the... Yeah, if it makes it all the way to the enemy spawn, yeah, yeah. you just win on the spot. Yeah. And so, like, you know, so this is interesting. And, you know, so that just gives you folks at home kind of a basic idea of the different modes, what's in the game, and the different types of weapons. Now, what's your favorite sub-weapon besides the, the, the Kraken? Oh, the, the Kraken special? Are we talking yeah. about grenades? Which one's oh, yeah, my I'm favorite? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me, let, me, let me preface that. We've got... So each weapon comes with its... So you can have a... Basically, different grenades. Like, that's the difference between the weapons. Like, what he was saying about the Zapper 85 and the Zapper 89. Yeah. It's essentially the same main weapon, but what changes is the grenade and the sub and the special. Exactly. So, if we're talking about grenades, I think overall, my... You like the one that suction, Dang. or do you no, like... I the, don't like the suction one that much. My favorite, because uh, my I didn't say what my, my second favorite weapon is. My second favorite weapon is a splash matic Yeah. Because it's got high rate of fire, it covers a lot of paint on the ground, so you can use it for turf wars, and you can use it for tower control. Yeah. So it's kind of like, for me personally, my most mixed weapon. I feel comfortable on any map, any mode. And I love the bombs away. Just throw those babies oh, right. all over uh, the, the map. Bomb, the bomb rush special. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I just throw it everywhere, and it works on splat zones. It work. It doesn't. I don't know if it works very well on tower control, but it works really good on splat zones and turf wars because you can just be like chucking just those everywhere. babies. Yep, and just coat spaces with paint. And then there's uh, there's another one called was it not the Inkzuka? Yeah, Inkzuka. Inkzuka is pretty cool. Yeah. I really like. Um, Dang, the the one that fires up into the air, Ink Strike. Ink Strike. I really like Ink Strike. That's yeah. probably my second favorite special other than Kraken. And then I actually, I've I actually had a weapon. I don't remember which one it was, but I had one that had a. You just said the name of it. Ink Strike. Ink Strike, and I did it on tower control, and I knocked people off the tower. Yeah, it was awesome. Super was good. Like, yes! Super good. That's I like the I like the Ink Strike a lot on the on controls on a the splat zones on ranked as well. Because if you're again, if you're just in that gridlock situation where no one's really gaining ground, if you can build your special up, you can just fire the ink strike off on their zone, and you can claim it for at least a few seconds. And that again, like with the kraken form, you can use it to run them off of the spot because they either have to run to avoid the ink strike or they die. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's I love the different dynamics, and I love that each time that you try out test out a weapon, that's what you try out. You're like, all right, what is it? What is a sub? What is a special? How do they interact? And yep. One of the things we kind of failed to mention, which because this game has so many de- so so many layers, so much depth here, that we didn't even talk about the costumes yet. No, we haven't talked. We haven't gotten onto the gear. Yeah, because the gear is very important in this game. Mm-hmm. I would say arguably more important than the weapons itself, because you, it, and most people can fire a weapon and do and do whatever and do decent. I mean, you could you can. I mean, there's different strategy there, but I think anyone because it's so accessible, anyone could pick up a splatter shot junior and do okay. I think, especially yeah. in the turf wars. Exactly. But I think. One of the things that people really got in depth on, especially in this Facebook group we are on uh, Facebook, is the different customizations of what of gear. Mm. Because gear, you have what is it? You have 
you have the the headpiece, which can either be like sunglasses or a hat right. or a bandana. Yeah. And then I think you have like a torso piece, and then I think you have shoes. Right. And there's no pants yet. There's no pants. We want. I want so bad because <laughs> everyone just has black shorts. That's yeah. it. So and the, and. You and I seem to gravitate towards more of the inkling girl because I just like her I think, character yeah, I design. Think it's, exactly. I think it's just, I think she just looks better. I like the little flowing ears or whatever. The, the tentacle, tentacle hair thing. Hair. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, the, the boy model has that ponytail, and I just, I don't know. It, it's okay, but it's not as good as the female yeah, model. Yeah, I, I actually this was on my phone. I have a uh, Splatoon uh, wallpaper on my phone, which is really cool. And uh, what is the name of the anchors? Callie? Oh, and- uh, Callie and Mari. Callie and Mari. Get it? Calamari? They're just so really? clever. I didn't even think about that. So that <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, I love it because I, I, I kind of get, whenever I get really big into something, I get, I like, I change my phone to like, I have like the, because we have the, some guy ripped the audio, so we we have the soundtrack now. And I have for my, oh, so good, for, my for my, for uh, my, let me see if I can pull it up. For my uh, alarm tone on my phone, I have the the one minute countdown because the music every every song and every map will change to this same track at the end when you have one minute left. Yeah, it sounds I, very. Yeah, so it's really really funny because uh, all of a sudden that one minute tick tick ticks down and everyone's just rushing. And that's oh, when yeah, you see a lot like, of specials. Ah, it's just yep. frenzy, man. Oh man, that's one of the things I love about the ink strike is you can tell when it like people will save that ink strike. They will the yep. last three seconds yep. on turf four and they'll yep. be like ah, fire it because yep. it still counts and you can't do anything about it. And I hate it too because like. Even even at the very last second when time is expired, if it's still in the air, like you said, yep, it goes it, off. You wait and, and you counts. sit and you look at the map yeah, on you're your gamepad. Yeah, you the map tally and you see that swirl yep. pop up. Yep. <laughs> so Marcus, we really, really like the game. It's super good. We're just very much enjoying it. I love it. the colors too. Like that's just like it just feels good. It looks good. Feels good to play. The music is amazing. Yeah. But there's more coming. There that. is a huge update coming. And as we're recording this, it is Monday, August 3rd, and on Wednesday... To pull back the curtain a little to bit. pull back the curtain. <laughs> uh, this episode will go out on uh, August 4th, Tuesday, and there's a massive Splatoon a update big happening. big freaking patch. 610 megabytes, dude. 610 megabytes. A lot of changes. There's a lot coming in, and I'll just, I won't go over every single detail, because you can read that up online, but I'll hit some of the major ones. Yeah, hit, hit, the, hit the big ones. Hit the big ones. Um... There's a lot more options now when it comes to the actual modes, which I really like. There is a tag match mode, which is really cool. Adding a mode where you, together with a group of friends, can join and play ranked matches with other groups in tag mode, uh, which is really cool. Because like before, we, I said earlier in the episode yeah. where you can only you're random, you have no idea what you're doing. Now you have the option of actually getting in a lobby with your friends and be like, yep. you can play. 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, 4v4. You have the options of being able to play multiple different modes with yeah. your friends, which I think is going to, like, I'm not saying tournaments are going to happen, but I could see some sort of, Yeah, like, that kind of opens up the that opens up the possibility because it, now you can have, like, teams that are always playing together and they can play against other teams. And you can practice, too, because, like, I feel like if you have friends that want to play together, you can mm-hmm. kind of experiment. Exactly. Even if you want to go 1v1 with your friend just yep. to see what you can do to play around. Yeah, like, we, think, were, like we were talking about with the uh, the Charger. Remember, you were like, oh, these some people were talking about they've been using the motion controls to play with the Charger, like the sniper yeah. rifles. I was like, well, I don't want to hop into, like, a ranked no. game or a casual game and try this out but like if you and i could go into like a 1v1 and just dick around with the the chargers trying to use the motion controls that would be the the spot to do it and they're also going to be adding a 
private match mode. Um, adding a private match mode where you can play with your friends using whatever rules, stages, and team divisions you like. So I think that, I don't know. That would also might be good for a tournament. That's true. Setting you can kind of set your own custom options. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it only allows certain weapons and all that. That'd be really cool. Uh, we don't. We haven't seen it yet. But I think that's something they do in competitive Team Fortress too. Is they only allow certain weapons. Some ones yeah. So there's certain caveats in there, which is really really cool. Um, and then after linking up with friends, you can link up with the other friends' friends, and and I think it's a cool way of kind of growing your f your friend list as well. On yeah. which, you know, Nintendo obviously they they don't make it the easiest to join. You know, on on your console, mm -hmm. you have to find the name and everything like that. It's easier than a DS where you have to get the, the code, friend code, which is God, insane, that's an awful idea. Yeah. Worst. Um, one of the coolest things I really like in this update is the the level cap going up higher because you start yeah, off with twenty, interesting. Yeah. and now it's going up to fifty, which is really cool. Now, one thing they don't really mention in here too much is what what do you unlock because you got a lot unlocked at twenty up to level twenty. Yeah, I wonder how many more weapons are going to be in there. Right, they don't really specify too. too much. They just say new gear and weapons are coming. They're not really ex uh, expounding on like yeah how what's, many per level. Yeah, what's going to happen like, and everything. What are your, what do you get for being higher level other than your number being higher? Yeah, and then weapons, another right? thing is the uh, rank matches. They have an S and S plus rank, which is cool. Very good. I'm always about more ranks. It's really hard, though. I, mean, I don't know about you, but like there's times you said today you were just you didn't really see much deviation. No, I'm I halfway through B minus, and that's when I started. I was halfway through halfway to B to B even. Yeah. And I played like maybe ten or fifteen matches, and I stopped right where I was. <laughs> I keep going I from high C plus. I go high C plus to low B minus, and then I keep going back and forth, and now yeah. I'm back on C plus again. And it's it, it's challenging. So all of, for all you folks at home that are A plus, congrats. Yeah, hats off to you because that's really hard. I don't. I mean, you really have to be consistent with that yep. game, and it, it, it's definitely not easy. Uh, they're very very going to say they're adding forty new pieces of gear. I have no idea what I that's going to entail. I feel like they've been having just a steady trickle of new gear. Well, they do have the uh, the new the new weapon type that they're the new, adding. The, was it? The, uh, uh, oh dang! Splatling or something like the, that. The splatling gun. Splatling gun, which it's is a, like a, a uh, gatling gun. Gatling yeah, it's gun. a chain gun. It it the way it looks in the game, the way it's held, it really reminds me of the heavy weapons guy from Team Fortress Two. It does. It does. And the yep. way like you have to hold it for a second to charge it up and then fire it. I'm like, man, this looks. Like heavy weapons, but guy. think about that too. You're gonna have to wait if you get that weapon. You're gonna have to. I think that would work really well on tower control. Yeah, you're trying to take people out that are on top of the tower and just be, that's your job is to yeah, sit there and take people shoot out. Shoot that. I don't know how well it would you, it would use on. I mean, I guess you could use it on turf wars, but I'm thinking that weapon would be a very p player versus player Absolutely. weapon. Absolutely, um, like uh, like more ranked than than a uh, turf. Than turf war maybe yeah I, I guess we'll have to see because from what I saw from the YouTube clip they posted I couldn't quite tell if it was like just a burst fire like you charge up and you fire one burst and you had to charge up and fire one burst or if they went like the Team Fortress Two style where um you spin up but once you've spun up you can just fire continuously that's how it works in Team Fortress Two if it works like that then I'm gonna be all about that because I loved playing heavy weapons in Team Fortress Two and I'll already kind of have that like a, I'm sure some of the tricks will you can be able to apply. And I'll probably we'll see we'll see we'll have to see how it pans out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And there's another one I forget the name of it. It's like a paint bucket where you have oh, a I didn't bucket. See that one? Yeah, where you, you folks at home here, if just to give you a visual image, it's literally you're holding a paint bucket, a paint can, and you're just taking like a brush and just scooping it out all over the place. And it's like a I guess the way people are using it, it's very long range. It's almost Is like it? it's it's like very like the, from what I've been reading online is it's like the range of a charger. 
but it's faster. You don't have to recharge. Interesting. So, like, so. But it doesn't paint very much, um, so it doesn't cover a lot. Like you can go and just splat around, but it's it's the whole the whole objective is to shoot really far, and I think that would be a really good one for uh, tower control as well because yeah, for sure. One, in the, the trailer that I saw, there was someone that was on top of the tower, and the guy from really far away shot it up high and took the guy off like in one hit. I was like, dang, that's really yeah. cool. So like I love the idea that they're just taking every idea, any type of way you think of paint, they're using it. And the yeah, one thing sure. that you and I were talking about before the show was the Octo Brush. Like everyone's saying that's OP, which is overpowered for you folks at home. I never play. I don't like the brushes. I yeah, the ink brushes. I usually just can't get behind them. But I did see. I was playing some ranked earlier today, and there were a couple of people using the Octo Brush. And uh, I mean, I popped into the trial mode and I tried it out, and I was. I mean, I only took a couple seconds at it, so maybe I didn't. But I was just like, oh, this just feels like another ink brush. Screw ink brushes. Yeah. But uh, I mean, there were a lot of people. People using are using it. And using the, it man. And the way people use it, it's like being, especially if you're at high elevation, it's just like rain, just raining yeah, you down just, on your enemies. Yeah. I think that's. It's the very trick close to quarters, it. you know, very close yeah. quarters. People use it like they'll hide in the paint and they'll come up and just swipe back and forth. And take you out in like one to two hits. Yeah, because uh, it's yeah, yeah the way the ink brushes work are um, if maybe you played WoW home, it's almost like a cleave effect. Yeah, like, that's it's, a good it's way like of a yeah. like a half circle in front of you. Yeah, like just like this big swash, but it's yeah. very short range. It so is. like you're doing like this big like like big half circle, but it doesn't yeah. go very far. So it's interesting. Um, also, one thing I thought w- which I was really curious about is they're changing. They're doing adjustments to every stage. Which I was like, like little tweaks, like little they're tweaks. Re- they're, they're moving re- stuff around. Ooh, interesting. So that's gonna I, mess me up, man. I'm used to where everything is. I know, is. <laughs> but they, but they said the reasoning behind it is they want to keep because they're not adding a lot more maps now. They but they want to keep things fresh. Yeah. So they want to change it every few months. I do like. Um, speaking of that, oh, and I can actually. There are two things about this that you just made me think about. Um, I like the most recent map they added. I like that how the map changes at the one minute mark. Have you played? You've played the new map, right? Yeah. Yeah. At the one minute mark, the gates drop, and it like lets you access. A different part of the map, yeah. and that's like the map essentially changes at the one it's minute really, mark. It's really, really, really cool. And um, um, but I feel like in single player earlier we were talking about the things like the zip lines, the, the, sponge, the sponges, know. and stuff like that. None of that is in multiplayer. Nope. I feel like I mean the mechanics are there. Why wouldn't they? I would love to see a map where there's like a narrow walkway where you have to try to like use sponges to jump across, and if you're trying to stop from getting across, you can shoot the sponges and shrink them and make the person. I mean. The mechanics are there. I would just love to see them work it into a map, you know? Like yeah, a, I think it would be, like, if if they can figure out how to not slow you down, because that was one of the things, like, it takes a while on the zip line. Maybe speed up the zip line in multiplayer, yeah, because yeah. it does take you a little while to get to from get point A it. to point B. It if does. they could speed up the, you know, the speed of going, yeah. I think that would be really, really cool. And maybe have some, well, hell, think about this. What if they create a weapon that can shoot out? You can almost like Spider Man. Imagine if you can like like a shotgun moment where you shoot out from one side and then you right. can and just, then you can ride that zip line. Can, that would be really really cool. That would like, be cool. Something I don't know. I and this is the skies are the limit because this game is sold really well. Let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, two million copies have been sold in om- what almost a month and a half, something like that. It's not been out very a long. Huge hit. A huge hit. A new IP, which is very risky when you have a new IP, because everyone loves their Mario's and Samus's. Yeah, and you can you can guarantee those are going to do well. Yeah, but they didn't. No one knew how this was going to hit, and obviously, I think this had a very big social campaign where it was word of mouth. I think mm-hmm. everyone was telling their friends. Like it was very organic. Exactly. That's that's the best way to market, man. I'm telling you, because I think a lot of people are understanding not to. Like when they're, they're looking at something differently from when they see an advert or like 
a, a trailer or something, something official. Yeah. Like, they may look at it and be like, okay, that sounds interesting. But then again, it's coming from them, obviously. But when your friend tells you, dude, this game is so good, you have to check it out. You're like, okay, maybe I really do because they yeah. don't necessarily have, like, a vested interest in the game doing sure. well. They're, they're coming at you real. Yeah, and I like that, and I think Nintendo is very happy with that. And I'd be curious to see, because this game still, even after August's big update, there's still going to be more stuff they're rolling out at the yep. end of the year. So I love the fact that this is a game that started off very small. Very The game, the game wasn't very large. It was still a lot of fun to play. But the fact that you're kind of getting these free updates. That's what I was about to say. And the fact that all these, like, they just keep adding this more and more content for free. Like, I feel like the stuff they've added, these additional maps, like this, like new weapon types, completely new weapon types yep. for free. Yep. Like, this is the kind of the kind of crap that other like AAA titles would be charging DLC for. Like, oh, you want new maps? Give me the money. You want yep. new types of guns? Give me the money. You know, Nintendo's and, like, here, just take it. And I also like the fact that if if they've been this nice about new updates, the first time they do launch out a DLC, you're gonna be more. I'll be more to, inclined to do it. More yeah. inclined to do it because you're like, hey, they've given me all this, you know, for free essentially, and you're just like, now if they want to throw in something new. But I do agree with you. A lot of times, because you don't want the pay-to-win kind of deal. Exactly. A lot of DLC, good DLC, is is like skins and stuff yeah, that's like aesthetics. Yeah, absolutely. So I wouldn't mind paying like, hey, you want an Octoling character. The yeah, you mentioned this dudes. earlier. That's I think right. it'd be really cool to have like an Octoling character or make your squid turn into an Octoling or you know, something like that. Just, yeah. just cosmetics. Yeah. You know, have something like that. That would be really cool. I um, remember you did like that, that really awesome uh, Kirby like oh, Kirby's yeah. the inkling. I was like, man, what? How much would you pay for that? Oh, as a kid? <laughs> and like, how much do I love Kirby? I love Kirby a lot. Uh, but yeah, it is is really funny. Um, one of the things I read in the notes, and that's pretty much. There's more stuff. The only other thing I would mention in the notes coming out for the fifth is apparently the the development team considers the Ink Zuka special very op because yeah. of how because. The for we didn't really mention this, but the, in order to get your specials, you have to paint so many P or points to get right. unlocked. Yeah, and apparently it's people are just unlocking the Inkzuka like nothing. It's only like one fifty P, and oh, they're wow. gonna they're gonna yeah. increase it to two hundred and twenty. Yeah, that's which, big. Nerf. Which is good. It's a nerfed, but I think it's good because you know the rest of them feel pretty balanced, like we said right. earlier. And I think like if they can, because I hate getting hit by the Inkzuka. It's from oh, I hate that. Um, but now it's kind of like you won't see as many people getting it as fast. Because right. imagine, because that's one of the things you do is like in Turf Wars is get your special really build, quick. And then, and then, I, and then I, I don't know about you, but I hold on to my Kraken until I'm Oh, like, yeah, until that last yeah. minute. Like right when you, like, you lure them in, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got this guy. Hey. He's coming to my face. And then all of a sudden you turn invincible. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's the best <laughs> thing ever. Uh, but, yeah, so that's some of the updates uh, coming August 5th. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Marcus, what's your uh, Nintendo ID on um, the network? Do you remember? I don't remember on top of my head. Okay. We'll put <laughs> it in the, the show worst. notes. There we'll put go. it in the show I'm notes. I'm the worst. Uh, mine is Macwo, M-A-C-K-W-O. So definitely, uh, and I'll put Marcus's in the show notes. So definitely um, hit him up over there. We'd love to, love to have some more oh, to play with us. Uh, wow, we talked for a full hour on Splatoon. Did I we? Didn't, I didn't think man, we were going to. Oh, man, it, it would explode. It was just we like... Just it's it so much fun. We talked it about is. all of our weapons and maps and why we love the game and all the new updates. Let's let's call this a, a review so to a point. If you have to put a score on the game as is right now before before the update, Ooh. what would you give it out of 10? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Man, I'm a high number. Like my gut instinct is to be like 10 of 10. I love this game, but a masterpiece. I feel like 10 of 10 is going to be a masterpiece, right? So I got to rein it back a little bit. I'll say a good solid 8 8 and a half. I was it's gonna say super I was good. gonna say like eight point eight. Like yeah. it, it's really good. 
Um, and especially with we don't even know what's going to happen. The game's going to change, obviously, with I the new I really want to see that chain gun, man, yeah. and the bucket. Well, the bucket I'll probably suck with, truth yeah. be told, because yeah. I mostly play shooters on PC. Yeah. So, like, going to – like, I'm used to mouse and keyboard for my shooters, and yeah. I usually like the really high-accuracy weapons on PC sure. shooters. But that's with the mouse and keyboard. I can't – I don't have the same mechanical skill with sticks. Mm-hmm. I just – I mean, I always play shooters on PC, and I don't have the – the mechanics, so yeah. that's why I love the rap, the the roller so much. I don't need to aim as much. It's like no. shotgun blast. So yeah. I'll probably stay away from the brush. Like I stay away from the chargers. I just don't have the aim. But I definitely. But that uh, that chain gun, man. The chain gun. I think I'm, I think we're gonna, gonna be see my alley. I think we're gonna see it a lot on on tower control too. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see um, what happens there. But definitely, um, you know, hit us a line hhpodcastshow at gmon.com. Tell us what your thoughts are, what you think of Splatoon, because obviously Marcus and I are not the only ones that are playing it. <laughs> two million copies have been sold, which think about that for an attach rate for uh, a, a system that has nine million units. That's pretty yeah, darn I mean, good for good. a new IP in less than two months. Think about that it's for a second. Like that's a lot of copies sold. You know, I- any other company been like, oh, in two months, that's really good. And, you know, mm-hmm. Like people talked about how much Watch Dogs did in its first month. They did four million in one. I mean, and look at Splatoon, and not even two months. It's already you yep. know that's really that's good, good for stuff, Nintendo. Man. So I definitely looking forward to seeing what happens with the latest iterations to it. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with the NX. We'll see. Who when knows, that man? Who knows? But Nintendo would be smart if they can keep that fan base. Yeah, Splatoon. dude. I think I think they're gonna. I think they're going to stick with this IP. I think that's going to be hope so, one of yeah. their big flagships. It's definitely got you and I hooked in. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, but definitely hit us a line um, at HH Podcast Show on Twitter. Um, and then um, you can follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. And then, let me see. Oh, yeah. Uh, give us a five star review on iTunes and Stitcher if you love us because uh, we definitely want those reviews and. I know the easiest Mar- way to support the show. I know show. Marcus actually listens to the show on Stitcher. So I do. I, mean, I thumbs up and favorite every episode. That's the best way to do it, yeah, to get the Stitcher algorithm going for you. Yep. Yeah, so definitely do that. Leave yeah. us a review. Leave us your thoughts. Uh, anything else you want to say the, to the folks at home, Marcus, before we leave? I don't know, man. You hit. I was going to bring up the iTunes review and the Stitcher. You hit that, man. So I, I got nothing else. Yeah. So, Marcus, thank you again, my friend. Thanks for having me, sir. Um, we'll leave his uh, Nintendo ID at the bottom on uh, the show notes. And definitely hit him up. Hit, hit me up. Let us know what you think. And as always, there's three hashtags you want to put in your social media of choice. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast. And hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later.